Hi, I'm James, and this is James Explores the New Mutants, an issue-by-issue exploration of Marvel's comic book series, The New Mutants. Welcome to episode 32. Today's episode will be an extra special episode in which I'll be interviewing fan artist Nelson Hernandez. So a few of you listeners might be scratching your head, what, were, what I thought we were concluding the Legion saga. Uh, I am really sorry about that. That was the plan. Um, this last week has been pretty hectic. Um, as most of you probably know, and any that aren't aware, I am just, I'm about a month away, my girlfriend's going to have our, our first kid. Um, and my first, my daughter, my first daughter is just about to, be, to enter this world. And so we're just wrapping up the last of our baby showers this last week. Family was in town and I just didn't get as much work done on the podcast as I'd hoped. And so as a result, I needed, I needed to put something out there this week because I'm a big stickler on consistency. If I don't publish consistency consistently, um, how can fans be expected to continue to listen to my show? And so that's that's what I'm doing here. Uh, I recorded this inter- interview with Nelson Hernandez. He is an amazing fan artist, a, a truly talented artist, and I really appreciate his work. Uh, if any of you aren't familiar with him, he's got uh, stuff online, his examples of his art online. Uh, you can find him on Facebook, um, through X-Men sites, uh, New Mutant sites, uh, groups and stuff. He did this beautiful, beautiful image f- that that was put put in the X-Men, the Guide to Exceptional Baking that was recently published through Kickstarter. Uh, he he's tr- a wonderful wonderful artist a huge fan of the new mutants iliana in particular and a really amazing guy so i thought this would be the perfect opportunity to publish that interview it would give me something to put out there something for you to all to listen to this week and then next week we'll come back and we'll wrap up the legion saga um and yeah just hit the ground running so thanks for tuning in and i really really hope you enjoy this interview Nelson is a native of the San Francisco Bay Area, and he's been into comics since the age of eight. Uh, He's always loved art and drawing, and he hoped to grow up to be an artist. His love of comic art has really uh, shifted to that of concept art. He's really, that's what he's been doing for quite a while now. Um, But he still continues to create fan art based off of comic book characters and you can see that on his instagram and facebook pages um he's fantastic according to nelson fan art not only allows him a way to connect with other fans but also blow off steam so he he just likes to relax that way nelson would you like to say hello to the audience well hello audience (laughs) (laughs) all right nice nice to be on the podcast thank you james it's a it's a pleasure to uh to join you all right. Yeah. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate uh, you taking the time and uh, uh, doing it, d- conducting this interview with me. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking, I was looking forward to it just to be able to talk about my, you know, favorite, favorite characters uh, with right. another fellow fan is, uh, is a real treat for me. So thank you. Awesome. Um, so uh, obviously you're a New Mutants fan and 
a fan, I assume, of comics, do you have favorite comics uh, or favorite superheroes um, or comic book characters that, that, that may not even be heroes? Right, right. Sure. Um, absolutely. You know, obviously, like, I'm a, I'm a big New Mutants and uh, X-Men fan. And, um, <clears throat> you know, obviously, it's, it's probably reflected in my art, you know. Uh, but uh, I've, I've always, uh, you know, um, I was introduced to superheroes like a lot i don't think a lot of kids from maybe our generations um i don't know if i'm i think i might be a little bit older than you but i um the first thing i ever saw was uh super friends right and uh oh, sure yeah yeah so i felt i fell in love with with superheroes uh from then on and it's funny because um i was you know introduced to superheroes through um through dc comics which you know i i kind of avoided for years um but since then um you know, I, I was always a fan of the X-Men and New Mutants. You know, it, what's great for me is like those are the first superheroes as in comic book form that I was introduced to. And, you know, they're so they're so awesome. You know, I was reading during the um, started during the um, uh, right when John Romita Jr. started his first run right following Paul Smith. So oh, you sure. know, the art was stellar. And, I, you know, being I've, I've always drawn. So, you know, uh, you know, seeing great art is always an inspiration. Um, beyond that, you know, I, I like the Teen Titans. I, I also, one of the other early books I got was that X-Men Teen Titans, amazing crossover by Claremont and uh, Simonson, which, you know, is, you know, I still reread every few years. It's just so amazing. Um, but, you know, over the years, you know, you read so many different things. Um, I think a couple of things that stand out to me beyond the X-Men and, well, Teen Titans, obviously, is, you know, I was a big fan um, of The Authority when that was running that amazing book by Warren Ellis and, um, and uh, Brian Hitch um, okay. just like knocked my socks off. You know, I think what, what really takes me is like when comics sort of um, sort of reinvent themselves, I guess, I don't know how to put it or just kind of just do something just totally unexpected. And um, same thing with um, runaways, you know, I, I I'm oh, sure. Reading, yeah. 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 I'm reading the latest run, which has been really fun by um, uh, rainbow Rowell and uh, Chris Anka. Um, and again, you know, it's, it just feels like a really modern, you know, modern comic, like really aimed at like sort of the, I guess, uh, I hope I don't get crap for this, but um, it kind of aimed at millennials, you know what I mean? So sure. and it's kind of, it's just kind of interesting because the way they, um, they seem so real, you know, they, they kind of seem like real, real breathing characters, you know, and I think that's what I always liked about, you know, the comics that I do, like X-Men and New Mutants, they, they felt like real people, so. Sure. No, that totally makes sense. Yeah, I... I, I had like for me comics I find them late so like uh-huh. that's everything in my life is that way like music everything like uh-huh. it's yeah. well established and then I find it TV shows same way same with comics and so like I still haven't read any of the Runaways people talk about it mm-hmm. I haven't read any of it yet yeah you know it's always late to the show it's got to like for some reason it has to be proven yeah, um, yeah. to a certain degree mm-hmm. I don't know that that's fair to say with like X Men because it's just like that was before I even was alive. There was no way I could have been there from the beginning. Sure. But it's yeah, just... you know, it's, it's true. Like you said, you know, um, especially these days, like so much comes out. There's so much hype that it's almost like I tend to wait for word of mouth to make sure that something is good. You know, there's, right. um, you know, unfortunately, I, you know, I, well, maybe not unfortunately, but there's very few books I, I actually go to the shop for, you know, because I store, there's so much stuff out there on um, that. I rather wait. And, I, I don't even mind spoilers as much anymore. I used to be one of those those people like, you know, no spoilers, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but now it's like, you know, I, a good story is going to hold up, you know. Right. You know. And, well, yeah, yeah, and like, that's kind of what I've been doing, especially with this newer stuff. I mean, 
I mean, first of all, let's go to the comic book store today and it's four ninety nine a pop, which oh, I just, yeah. that's. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, you, you are still getting, I think, you know, to be fair, on their side, you know, to be fair, them, you know, you're getting a lot of bang for your buck a lot of times because you're doing great art, great writing, you know, in most mm-hmm. cases, and, you know, you're paying for these, these things, but yeah, there's just so much out there, you know, and, and unfortunately, like, you know, you know, you, you, you know, you're going to be a parent, a new parents soon, like you said, I mean, you gotta, you gotta watch your money, you know, and I live in the Bay area, San Francisco Bay area, and it is expensive. Well, I'm here. sure. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I got to be really, really careful. And I do, I do subscribe to Marvel Unlimited and, um, you know, so I've been reading that, but, you know, I try to make my, I try to make my way to the shop to buy, buy stuff. Um, like I just, um, you know, there's certain, certain artists and writers that I will always, I will always go to the shop and pick up, you know, like, uh, I just finished the magic order, um, by Miller, Miller, Millar, I don't know how they pronounce it. And Coipel. Uh, Olivier Coipel and beautiful book. I love Olivier Coipel. Um, he's probably one of my favorites. M- might be my favorite right now, current current guy. But he's just amazing, you know. So anything he does, you know, he he I will pick up. You know, um, doesn't matter what it is, I'll I'll buy it. You know, there's certain like I said, like there's certain artists that I, I will buy whatever they do. And that yeah, and that makes sense. And I think lately what I've been doing is uh, on on Twitter. There's a group of podcasters that uh-huh. I kind of communicate regularly with and and they they'll you know they'll talk about the newest x-men books that come out and it's like nothing they have said has like inspired me to go and oh yeah (laughs) start collecting um but some of that too is like i don't i'm not super critical it's hard for when i like something it's really hard for me to be critical of it so like it's been really hard to be critical of like the new mutants because yeah, I, I really like it. And so and that might be the same with these other X books that are coming sure. out now. I might sure. not be as critical as, as these oh. other oh, gentlemen right, are. Right, right. I see. I don't right. know. I'm the reverse. I hate everything. So <laughs> <laughs> No, that's not, not fair. Um, it's in some cases. But yeah, I'm, I'm out of the loop with X. I'm like right now, um, it's probably the first or se- one, second time in Every few years, I don't know this happens, like, not every few years, but this happens, this has happened before where I kind of fall off on X-Men, like something just kind of, and I, I end up going back and reading them later, you know, right? Um, a lot of the times, but right now I'm, I'm out of the loop with X-Men, there's, I just don't know what's going on, there's so many, like, so many things, I'm excited, I'm, I'm interested in this whole Age of X-Men thing that's going on, right? and it's actually gotten really good word of mouth the first couple issues, and I believe that next gen comic got some good word of mouth. yeah that's gotten huge praise from what i've heard oh awesome so hey you know what so later on maybe when it's all collected i'll go back and read it um right you know but um for now it's just um that's eh, maybe still a little time for a break and it's a good good opportunity to read stuff that i may have missed and, right you know, and reread reread my new mutants well yeah and, and there's so much to reread oh <laughs> like, there's there's so much so yeah and there i mean to be fair to like I, I, it's even, you know, apart from the cost and, and there's just so much like currently coming out, like, right. I don't even know how many teams and like, I want to read it all. Yeah. Yeah, Solo titles spin off. Like, it's just so massive now. It's, it's, it's to just pick it up and then try to collect anything you missed and catch up on the story arcs and then move forward from there is difficult. Yeah. And like I said, you know, the, the good stuff will rise to the top. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, you'll know what was good, you know, 
and that's a nice thing, you know, about stuff. You know, people will, that's, you know, the, the longevity of, you know, they still pop up, you know, like I, uh, there's stuff I missed, you know, like I, I didn't read the whole like Mike Carey, Chris Bocciolo era. And people always talk about like that, the particular story, Supernovas that I haven't read, but, you know, I keep, it's on the back of my mind because someone will always bring it up. I'm like, oh yeah, I got to read that. And, and eventually I will. Right. And like, I would assume it'll be true for this era, just like it has been for all the other areas. This is yeah. eventually all going to make its way to, um, you know, back issue bins somewhere. And right, right, right. Hey, that, maybe be, that's what I'll get on. Yeah, exactly. Because that's how I did when Grant Morrison wrote for the X Men. Like, I was, I was, you know, mid teens, push, you know, I don't know, between fifteen and eighteen, probably in there. And I was so indignant. I was so mad. <laughs> like, I was just enraged. I, I hated the second the idea of another mutation, you know, like the, the, the second oh, the mutation. Secondary, yeah. yeah. Like, that made me mad. And just so much of it made me mad. So I stayed away from it. And then in college, actually, it was after 2008, I went back and bought the whole run and reread oh, nice. and, you know, read it for the first time. And I was like, what was I? <laughs> why, why didn't I read this? <laughs> like, yeah. What was I thinking? Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I sort of had the same thing too. Like I reread it after the fact. I still don't understand that final story. I've read it a couple times. I do not understand. The Here comes tomorrow. Right. But in the meantime, maybe in a few years I'll try it again and I'll get another stab. And you know, and I'm like, oh, I get it now. Right. And I just I do not know. It's everything else is amazing. Like I, I, I same thing. Like I didn't. I, I wasn't like crazy about it. And people were like, you know, oh my God, Grant Morrison is the second coming of God, you know. Right. And I was like, what's the big deal? And then I reread it. And I was like, oh, I get it. Yep. Oh, I, felt, I loved it all. Yeah. 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 Um, that was definitely my experience with that. Yeah. So back to New Mutants. Do you have, <laughs> who are your favorite New Mutant characters? Oh, New Mutant characters. Oh, um, definitely Magic. I don't think it's anyone, it's a surprise. Anybody who, who, who's familiar with my work and me, um, they know Magic is my favorite. Um, uh i love all of them you know like they're all you know i was a lonely kid you know growing up um i uh so i had my comics and i well, luckily i had the new mutants and they were like you know what I, I realized what was like i wanted to have friends like the people that the new mutants and the x-men were i wanted to be like them you know yeah. i just thought they were so cool and so well formed and i don't you know i wasn't that introspective as a kid i got so much more older so i I, it was never like i really like you know some people identify with the x-men for different reasons like oh you know they're an oppressed minority this and other i just thought they were cool you know like i just loved the diversity i loved like just the way they looked they all had different heights they were different ages um different they're different parts of the world um so I i love them all you know they're like they're like they're like my buddies and um and so, but magic stood out. I just, you know, I, you know, I liken magic. She, she is the, she, she has an arc similar to what, like the, Fe- she's like the Phoenix of, of the new mutants. Cause right. she had that crazy arc, you know? And so, um, you know, she's always battling her dark side. So, um, you know, that whole demon part of her. And right. so I, I always thought that was really fascinating. And she had this, um, what do you call it? The, the, she looks so innocent, like with the, straight right. straight blonde hair with the bangs but then on the other side she's like the probably the most most ferocious of the of the new mutants and um yeah her personality was funny because i always think back to that that issue where uh professor x um 
he taught her when she came back from limbo um and um the next moment i guess we're in space she, he had um telepathically taught iliana to speak english and peter peter comes back from space and he always <laughs> has that, that accent right right and iliana is like she's talking like this like typical like all american her slang <laughs> she's funny you know she's ironic i love her and she was just she's just really funny like i really like the personality he developed for her right and that's the great thing about claremont like they all had distinctive personalities you know right um so yeah magic is is awesome and i, I was so glad that she they brought her back and i really liked the way bendis was writing her Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Did you were you able to read that? that I've read um, parts, not okay. not whole whole tons, but I've read enough to kind of have an idea of what was going on. Yeah, I mean, as much as that gets mixed um, reviews, I have a couple friends, my buddies. Um, we we talk about we like that era. We, we I really we felt like um, you know he sometimes you know he, he, he the thing with with Bendis was that you know he sometimes doesn't stick the landing, but. He, the writing is great and he did the whole thing where he was writing both uncanny and um i forget what the other one was called maybe it was just called x-men x-men and uncanny and it, it harkened back to the claremont day right where he would write both books and a story from one would kind of leak into the other and it was great and i feel like he really did his homework some people don't like the way he wrote certain characters i i i loved it and plus oliana was front and center so you know you can't go wrong with me with that and so so yeah definitely definitely magic was uh yeah was my favorite i i magic definitely attracted for me like attracted me to new mutants that's how i found the new mutants mm, nice. but, and and similar to you like I, I don't it's super like i have a handful of characters i really like so magic mm. I, I really like danny moonstar i think she's yeah. amazing um she is. you know cannonball and uh and and uh sunspot i, I enjoy i mean it just keeps getting bigger because i just like oh well i can't leave this one you know yeah so right, it's... Right. you feel you feel bad like right but yeah i hear you like the relationships that they form like right those, that bro- that brotherly like best best bros that sam and bobby had like i love that and i love that that what's i didn't read the hickman stuff but i was so excited that he jonathan hickman brought them into the avengers i was like wow, that's really cool. They're all, like, grown up, and now they're Avengers, and they're still buddies. Right. Just wish he would have... I just wish Claremont could have developed um, Karma and Magma I a know. bit more. Oh, my gosh. Like, he seemed like he really loved those characters, but he just didn't know what to do with them, I guess. Right. Well, I, you know, I don't know if Karma was just too powerful, or, like, if that was a thing that was a worry, like, I, I just, I, I mm. don't... Like, cause yeah, I would have loved to see her. He brought her. her back just to write her out again. It's like, yeah. wait, wait, you know, we just got her back after so much buildup, you know? Right. It's just, yeah, I don't, I don't really understand that. And it's like, yeah, he just never, he really never found Magma's voice. Yeah. And it's maybe that some of that's just, there's so many characters. It, it's, yeah, gets maybe. to be, but. It's hard to juggle. It's you're hard right. to juggle all those maybe, you know, and, but you know, she has her moments, you know, she She's, has a couple yeah. of stories that that she was able did you ever read the um the extreme x-men that he wrote in the early 2000s i believe no i have not read that i okay i've well been working on trying to find myself those issues yeah yeah. you might get around to might 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 enjoy getting around that because um it takes them a while for me it takes them a while to get the ball rolling with that series 
But towards the end, I feel like he he was sort of like he was onto something. And the best part is like he started to bring back all these uh, characters that that um, obviously he loved to write. He was like it was like a reunion from anyone that, that that Morrison may not have been using. So towards the end, he, he almost makes like a unions reunion. We have a uh, magma cannonball and sunspot on the team and he starts picking up some of those threads you know the whole celine thing oh my gosh he gets, yeah he gets rid of the whole you know allison kressmere stuff that nicieza wrote in over new warriors i don't right. know if you know that story too and then he also brought back um rachel rachel summers or rachel gray and i mean he had this whole cast i mean i was like just waiting for him to to bring back um uh what's her name uh karma you know i was i was i was almost waiting for him to bring her back but he brought her over in mechanics which is another kind of right i really want to find that one yeah you know are they on i think they're on unlimited you know if if unlimited is a really good deal you know marvel unlimited yeah i mean i i um and i think it's on there i think think i'll have to look yeah because i i yeah i've been looking for that in hard you know physical copies but yeah right you like to have the yeah, you like to have the books. Yeah, yeah. art's great, by the way. You know, it's it's really, 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 um, really cool. Um, if you're a, a Salvador La Roca fan, he does the first half, and then a lot of people, some people don't think um, uh, Igor Cordy isn't to their taste. I personally can't imagine those issues without him at towards the end of the run. I like it. I like Igor Cordy. Whatever anybody says, like I think okay. he's, he's, he has his own his own style. And anybody that doesn't like his work doesn't know what they're talking about. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. cool. All right. Um, well, since we kind of ended talking about a few artists there, who are some of your favorite uh, New Mutant X Men artists? Oh boy, yeah, I have, I have, I have a lot. You know, I, you know that's a great thing about them. They've always had a listers on their books. So I'll just do a kind of a quick kind of. Uh, obviously, Sinkevich is, you know, he blew just about everyone's mind. Probably like the most, um, you know, um, uh, as far as most celebrated artist on new mutants was probably Sinkevich sure. because of the awesome stuff that he was doing but i'm um, just sort of taking a sort of a hard left um i love i love 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 alan davis even though he only did a the couple annuals i love i love his work on the new mutants um and it's funny because he every time a, a artist would come along like i'm like i hate him you know like <laughs> i knew that i hated him i would eventually love him but i did not like him when i first saw his work and then I loved, I've reread those issues, those annuals so many times. Same thing with Brett Blevins. When he was off the book, I was, I was like, no, you know, and I didn't <laughs> like him. Um, Leia Aloha, obviously, right. you know, same thing. I loved him. And I, I've gone back and tracked down like his Spider-Woman run. His, his art is so cool. And um, I've actually, um, he's from the Bay Area. So I've run into him a couple of times and I've seen him at, at conventions. Really nice guy. That's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. So um, I've been going to conventions since I was like, 10 years old so i met a lot of yeah a lot of these artists when i was young um and just real quick uh, on the x-men side john romita jr both runs i love both of his runs they were very different from each other but um his early stuff was was amazing my brother was reading uncanny and i was reading new mutants and he eventually gave me all his comics so um oh wow i was like yeah yeah i had i had had, uh, like that so and i had to go back and track down stuff um the paul smith stuff um Art Adams, of course, like who doesn't like super influential to me, like he's right. probably the one that, you know, super most one of the most influential um, comic artists. Um, his, his work was like, I bet you, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm the way probably like Neil Adams affected comics in the 60s I, or whatever, 70s. I bet Art Adams had that similar effect on 
on because he it was he was a game changer. I mean, right. I almost think we wouldn't have like Jim Lee if we didn't have Art Adams. Right. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and just beyond that, you know, obviously all the X Men had great artists like Silvestri, Leonardi, John Byrne, obviously amazing. Um, and just more of the newer ones, some of my favorites. Um, I love Carlos Pacheco. He's amazing. I love his work so much. Um, uh, his Bishop miniseries, game changer for me as well. I've talked about Olivia Coipel. Um, other ones, Stuart Immonen. He was amazing. His run on with, with Bendis, so fantastic. Um, Clay Mann did a, a short run. Christopher Anka, I love his work. Okay. He's, he's great on Runaways. Bachelor, obviously. You know, it's like Bachelor's work has changed so much, you know, but I still, I still dig. I love looking at his stuff. Um, and, you know, this guy who did a magic story with Bendis, Fraser Irving, okay. very different. Yeah, he's amazing. Like his stuff is magical. Like he's like, he's like a like similar to Sinkevich. Like, what is he doing? And it's just amazing. Like he colors it himself too. It's That's like, amazing. That yeah, amazing. his work is. Yeah, and I'm probably missing a bunch of other ones, but those are, those are like I just love I love people who are great with with um, body language and composition and figures. You know, those are those are probably those are those are my favorite ones. You know, those guys. Yeah, yeah, that's like it, that's. When I was younger, definitely I didn't like. I started collecting heavily, like really collecting my comics in the '90s, and that's like all supermodel poses, and so like uh-huh. body language seems to be less important. And for some artists, it was like as long as you had figures that looked attractive, it didn't matter if they could be t- like in a crowd. Right. You couldn't tell who was who necessarily unless they were yeah. wearing a uniform, like. So that stuff wasn't super important. But as I've gotten older, like coming to respect like artists, artists like Zinkevich and McLeod and so many others, like facial expressions and like body language to help convey what's happening on the page is like unbelievable. And artists that can do that are like head and shoulders above artists who can't. I agree. Yeah. And, you know, it's the same thing. Like, you know, they are the the cinematographers of the comics and, and that's going to you know, kind of stand the test of time, similar to a great movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm kind of, a, I'm dreading and I'm excited to get into like Rob Liefeld's uh, <laughs> run, you know? Um, and cause it seems I like work for some reason. <laughs> what's that? Sorry. It seems like it's going to be work. You it, know I mean? it might be, but I'm, I'm excited to like really be critical, but like, um, on, like so not, I don't want to say understanding because I don't think that's the right word, but like especially like if I try to do X Factor, um, I know that like at some point in that run he he's beginning to move towards image, and like how much right. of his work coming in late is a byproduct of him leaving ah, the company yeah. and kind of saying an F you to <laughs> Marvel yeah, like right, right, right. Yeah. and so like. And, and- it's it's murkier my hatred for him has lessened over time because <laughs> of those artists really saying we want to own our stuff and right yeah know. and there's something something to that man i mean obviously you know they you want to and look at them today i mean right. look at these guys today like they are um they are their own bosses still and and you know i i don't even i i would love to take a peek at that Rob Liefeld's bank account is after X Force, uh, and all, I mean, all, look at who gets the last laugh. Like, right, exactly. He is, like he, all his characters were on the screen this last summer. Right. His Cable, Domino, Deadpool. I mean, man, uh, good for him, you know. Right. 
and you know like there's there's things i i can be critical about his art but yeah like like those guys in the 90s pushed the boundaries in in a way maybe that maybe their art isn't as revolutionary as Zinkevich's is Mm-hmm. you know but or is depictive in facial expression body language but like yeah i mean what they do for creators in that era is like changes the game Definitely. like you don't have to play by marvel or dc's rules anymore you can go to image and own your stuff like that's oh yeah yeah unbelievable so yeah and look at the stuff that's coming out of image these days it's like right just like, like amazing stuff like i can't keep up with with but like man i just hear like a lot of my friends have actually left reading stuff from the big two and like they just buy all image stuff. They're like, oh, you know, there's this book and that book. And it's like it's almost like, you know, how people are like, like, you know, that we talk about shows on Netflix and Hulu and all this. It's like, I can't I can't keep up. Right. Much, it's just a deluge. Yeah. So I just go back to my new, new mutants, you know? Yeah. I'll just keep rereading those. There you know? go. That works. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Still fun today. Um. So, you know, you're an artist. What what kind of brought you to art? What drew you to that? You know, um, like I said, like um, I was I was just introduced to like um, I remember like Super Friends was a big a big thing. But you know what? I think some people just um, are born with an innate desire, or I don't know. I don't want to say it's just weird saying talent, you know, whatever. But a drive, let's say drive or desire. Um, you know, like some people, I mean, some people are just great athletes or natural, like, they're just attracted to sports, some uh, gravitate towards towards instruments. And for me, it was, um, it was art. And I've been drawing as far as I can remember. And um, I, I, I know this because um, I had this, this one of my earliest drawings was, um, you know, those little memory books kids have, you know, like parents have for their kids, you know, baby's first sure. step, that's all that, you know. And inside, I had mine, and um, there's this drawing in there on the inside cover and the and the inside cover the front and the back and it's a drawing and you can tell like it's obviously like obviously like a three-year-old drew this but it's a drawing of luke skywalker and you can tell because he's wearing the tunic and he has like he's wearing the tunic and he has like i don't know boy i was like really observant as a kid i don't remember this at all he's wearing the tunic and he has um he has a little lightsaber in his hand and on the back it's princess leia and she's wearing like she has the buns Mm -hmm. i mean I mean, these are these. I mean, these drawings are you know just as you can imagine what they look like for a three year old doing them. But I drew. I mean, I, I'm old enough that I, I actually went. I saw Star Wars in a the theater. Don't remember much about it at all. I just remember leaving the theater. Mm-hmm. But but obviously it had an impact on me that I went home and I I drew. You know what I mean? Right. So I've been I've been drawing like basically my whole life. So I think that's I'm so I'm so grateful for that because I, I don't really have any other. Thing I'm good at so <laughs> like th- thankfully I have I have at least that you know so so I've been doing that and you know I just kind of um you know my influences have have been basically um you know uh cartoons uh, movies to a certain degree um but I think um actually the first uh, it was a John Byrne comic actually that I um which is a great intro as well like the first time I actually went to buy a comic shop at the liquor store um I was I was probably like I was probably like eight years old or something. Mm-hmm. And it was a, it was a, it was a John Byrne fantastic. Four. I remember the cover and I look back, which one it was It's issue 260. And on the cover it's um, Sue Storm with um, Johnny and Ben. And she's reaching out for, um, 
a Dr. Doom's face mask and it's kind of smoking. It's like a smoking. Oh, sure, yeah. You know that cover? I think so. I think I have that issue. Yeah, yeah. And so I picked that up. And so um, I just remember like I putting it down and I was like, I remember just drawing like I remember tr- like it, from my, my memory, just trying to draw one of the images of like Sue Storm kind of being tossed, um, kind of falling with her, you know, force field thing. Um, and so, yeah, so I think that was that was obviously the game changer for me because I was like, oh, you know, like like um, I didn't know it then. But it's like that's probably where my desire to want to want to draw comic books came from you know what i mean yeah um, so um so yeah so i i've been since then you know my my life as an artist my career so to speak has um has kind of um developed from from those early early days you know what i mean um wanting to pursue um art kind of came at a, a really early age that's but, uh, awesome thankfully i've been yeah thankfully i've been able to do it to it to a certain degree cool yeah yeah that's that's similar to like my brother and myself I, do you draw I, you I, a little bit like awesome. my brother's much better than i am but we used to yeah, do that do like find comics we liked and we try to draw like draw awesome. like art from yeah. the comic you know i think a lot of kids that got into comics especially like maybe our generations like i think that's that's what it was like we wanted to we read the comics and somehow we knew someone was drawing that so right like, i don't know how soon how early you became aware of of there's who the there were people behind there wasn't a machine doing this like there was some living breathing artist right that was behind the pencils and i think a lot of us like i remember so many kids wanting to draw comics when when the, the kids that the kids that read comics wanted to draw comics right and they'd always bust out their you know characters and, oh this is a character i <laughs> created yep. yeah yeah so yeah yeah yeah, yeah i don't and know some, some of that like out of it oh sorry um no sorry <clears throat> like for us i I I don't know like that. <clears throat> I necessarily went out of my way to find artists. I realized who the artists were, but like Dexman relaunch was so big and Wizard was you know a thing then, and so like they were interviewing artists all the time, and artists had just oh, taken right, you know right. dominated anything that yeah, had to true. do with comics, and so like we were really aware like Jim Lee Liefeld, you know Todd McFarlane, like mm-hmm. so. Like, and they had like that artist corner or whatever in there where they had like tutorials and yep. you know like Greg Capullo will show you how to draw capes you know and it's like oh you know like of course and Art Adams will show you anatomy and yeah it was really 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 tailored to the particular artist that was really cool yeah I, I have a big collection of, of wizard and and then, you know I think I gave them away to someone and I'm like kicking myself like oh, yeah. but, but but honestly where would I put that stuff I, right. I have no room you know right yeah i don't know what i would do like if i was had tried to save our wizards like i saved a handful of them like right the wizards that were especially pertain to the x-men like those are the ones sure. that I hung on to the rest yeah. i just kind of disappeared but you know like definitely that influenced my knowledge of the nice. big names at that were. time yeah. yeah and so then we knew that like these guys are doing this so that means like if they can do it maybe we can we can do it maybe yeah. i don't know yeah yeah but yeah, and then we grow up. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Then, then real life happened. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So, um, I I did some research quick on you and found out that you're a concept artist. You've done uh, some stuff for video game companies and uh, have taught at the university. Is that correct? 
I have actually, yeah. That's like my. Uh, I'm on. I'm on the internet. I mean, yeah, I my life is out there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I do. I have done some. Um, I have done some. My career has been primarily as, as an artist in some form. Thankfully, again, I'm, I'm really grateful for that. Um, and uh, thanks for asking. But um, yeah, you know, um, initially, I, I did want to become a comic book artist. I was, sure. um, I was like, all it was all about it. I was gonna, I was gonna be a comic book artist when I grew up. And, um, you know, I even went to um, San Diego Comic-Con back in, I don't even remember what year it was, early 2000 sometime. And I had my pages. I didn't drawn this, like, this, like, X-Force story that I, I drew my, I wrote myself. I didn't know that you could actually get scripts and just work on it. So I just, I drew this thing. It was like this X-Force versus the Brood, uh, oh, nice. you know, thing. Yeah, um, it was fun. You know, I was really inspired and, like, you know, having fun with all the panels and all that. And I, I had a... I sit down with uh, with one of the, the the editors. I forget who it was, but really nice guy. Very encouraging. You know, obviously, you know, I, I, my story isn't different from anyone else. You know, just telling you what you should work on. You know, what's really nice is that he, he told me, like, I remember he said, I could tell that you really want to do this. And I, that was really encouraging, you know. Really. And um, it's, but I, I realized it is a lot of work. Um, but something happened, you know, I, I, I education has always been really key to my 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 dad you know and i always wanted to you know obviously you know uh my dad's done so much for me i've wanted to live up to live up to his expectations uh, right i don't know if i've done it yet but anyway um <laughs> so i um i decided i wanted to get a degree in um in il- illustration they seem like the closest thing to to comic books okay. so um i just stumbled you know I, I was just looking at at universities i was ready to transfer. i went to community college and i was ready to transfer and i by chance um San Jose State University, which, you know, it's just 50 miles outside of San Francisco. It's Silicon Valley, you know, it's sure. over here where, you know, Google and right. Apple and all those. Yeah, yeah. So it's right, right down. That's why it's so expensive over here. <laughs> so, yeah. So um, everyone's an engineer. In there, there you go. We've yeah. got the money. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly. Uh, so, and I'm an artist, you know, Jesus, go figure it in, in Silicon Valley. Good luck with that. <laughs> right. um, yeah. So they had uh, they had a, um, a degree in illustration, and I didn't know anything about it. So like, oh, I'll go there, you know, it's sure. close enough, and you know. And it turns out that San Jose State has this amazing award-winning um, uh, animation illustration program, and I discovered concept art there, or visual development is what we call it. Um, and it's but it's primarily focused in um, uh, animation and video games to a degree, but mainly animation. Um, and I discovered uh, concept art. There's like, I was seeing the work that was coming out from these people, like stuff that, you know, a lot of these students have gone, actually, they go on to work, you know, Pixar, you know, DreamWorks, uh, Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, Disney, like oh, damn. Uh, the big video game companies too. I mean, it's crazy. Like the talent that comes out of the school. Um, so I discovered, well, I, I stumbled upon it and I, I was like, I fell in love with concept art because, uh, it's it's everything it's color design this that and the other and so i started to do shift away from um from comic books um i just um not that i like it was like i turned my nose to it but i just felt like there was more in terms of like design and development of an idea sure um yeah in in particular things and i discovered i really really enjoyed stuff like composition you know and don't get me wrong comic books like some of the best freaking best artists in comics are doing all this stuff right. they're doing amazing stuff but at the time you know what did i know like you know i i just was this is a completely new world for me 
and I was like, I really got into it. So I, I, I shifted away from that and I, I decided I wanted to go that route. And thankfully, like after I graduated, I, um, I was lucky enough to get picked up by, um, by a couple, a game company that recruit, you know, we had a lot of recruiters coming, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't, I didn't get the job at like, you know, uh, DreamWorks or Pixar, you know, all that. Um, but, um, I was, I, I did get recruited by uh, the company Zynga, Zynga Games. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, you know, Farmville and all those things. <laughs> Uh, you know, they had, they offered, you know, they offered me and, you know, our bosses, our, our bosses, our, our, we had these great, great um, uh, 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 program directors, um, uh, Alice Carter and Courtney, Courtney Graner, um, these uh, uh, amazing, amazing mentors we had at the school. And they were, but they always said, you know, if someone offers you a job, take it because you never know what you're going right. to so I took it. And I was lucky and I worked there a good five years, fun company to work for. And then I went on to move, you know, I worked at, at EA for a while, worked on Sims. Um, Wow. And then I, yeah, 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 it's fun. Um, then I worked at, you know, these are all contract jobs, you know, a little contract, contract job, really fun. I worked, I recently worked for a, a startup, um, uh, uh, Block and Chain Games, um, and uh, stuff that, that hasn't come out yet. So um, sure. I can't right. show any of it. Yeah, but that's, so I've been, I've been pretty lucky. You know, a lot of the stuff is like word of mouth, you know, and, you know, thankfully, you know, some, they like my work enough that they want to throw, pay money, pay me money to do it. So that's awesome. So it's been that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been fun. Um, funny because I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a game player, you know, I don't, I don't play video games, but I, most of my work has been in, in games. In games. Um, huh. Yeah. So my, my secret's out, <laughs> um, yeah. but, but I love design, you know what I mean? I love design. I love designing stuff and, you know, doing backgrounds and props and all that. And, and when times are lean, you know, um, I've been lucky enough. I have my master's in, um, you know, uh, I got my master's also at San Jose state. And so I, I've been able to teach, you know, teach at different couple of different schools. Like again, like I don't know why they what they're thinking, but you know, somehow <laughs> they, they trust you enough to trust you enough to uh, to do this. But maybe maybe I just have you know the, the ability to talk. You know, gift of gift of the gab, and maybe that's enough. You know, uh, you know somebody's got to do it. Nelson, give it to Nelson. He can talk. You know? so, so, yeah, but it's been fun. Like I, I've had fun teaching. You know, I love talking about art. Sure. So um, that's part of it. And, um, you know, and also as a teacher, like you learn so much because you have to um, you have to be at least in my book, like you have to know what you're talking about. So it's sort of like I went back to school and kind of relearned a lot of stuff that maybe I, I, I kind of um, hadn't uh, some skills that hadn't developed. Enough. Sure. So, yeah, so it's been great. Um, and right now I'm sort of doing a little bit of a shift. Um, I'm not doing art as a career. I kind of kind of sort of sort of feel like i need something a little bit more um stable so i'm sort of figuring that out right now sure you know, and art, art's kind of become more of a hobby right now which cool. is fine because i do it completely for myself right yeah if you're enjoying it and you're getting enjoyment out of it i totally get that yeah yeah and i don't have to be prompted to do art you know right so, so which is which is great you know, I, that is good. It sort of becomes more fun that way right yeah yeah i can definitely see why you, you know, like contract work i'm sure it can be hard too always have enough to yeah 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 it, it can be you know and, and you know uh, i don't know if you you keep your 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 eye to the you know the changes in the industry but you know there's always a story of you know a company shutting down and yeah. laying off a bunch of i feel so bad for these you know people all these people that are lo- lose their jobs like in the last month there's been a couple of stories of uh, uh, some big game companies that had to lay off a bunch of people and sure. um it's a tough market right now you know it it, it goes through um waxing waxing and waning i guess is the term you know ebb and flow you know so right now um right now it's kind of tough in my opinion it's been a little tough so i sort of like i said I'm sort of stepping away from it just because 
I kind of need to make a, a little bit more of a of a better, better, more stable uh, living right now. So sure, yeah, so. understandable. Well, yeah. that, cool. I'm glad you're still doing art because your stuff is fantastic. Awesome. I've, oh, thank you very much. I, I really appreciate. It. I, I enjoy everything that I've seen, like from from the piece that you did for the guide to exceptional baking or Ileana's baking, and then just I, I've had the chance to peruse your art on uh, Instagram and. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. And I oh, assume you did like every part of it, right? You colored it as well as. Yeah. 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 I, um, I, uh, I do it all. It's all digital. Most of it's digital. I mean, there's a couple of pieces that I might've done in, uh, in more traditional, like pencil or maybe I even painted a couple of things in acrylic, but yeah, most of the stuff is on my, on my Instagram and Tumblr, which, um, you can find me if you, if you just do a quick search, Nelson Hernandez art, uh, I'm on I'm on Instagram um, and Tumblr's. I have this I had this uh, Tumblr that I created a few years back. I call it X Dailies. Um, and X Dailies, yeah. What it was is like I I set a task for myself because I needed to draw on a regular basis, and so like not nothing to me is easier, at least not easier like in terms of content, but like a prompting than drawing the X Men. So I said, you know what? It's I'm doing art. You know, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. So I'm gonna draw X Men every day. And it wasn't like I did it. Like I would do it on my commute. You know, I drew it on my iPad. And so I had this thing, I do an X, X daily, you know? So, um, and I've have, I've amassed, um, you know, it's not daily, quite daily anymore. My, might be X weekly now, <laughs> um, but maybe monthly, but, um, but yeah, it's all out there. So I have, I, I, I pretty much ran through most, most of the major, major guys. I don't, I think there's very few X-Men that I haven't, um, I haven't tackled, um some are a little bit more difficult than others sure um, like that wheelchair that professor x is in you ever try, try drawing wheels <laughs> <laughs> those are those yeah so there's that but like lately um i have i'm part of this facebook group called um i don't know if you're part of it it's called um house of x okay it's um it's my friend my friend oh, internet friend my friend dylan um dylan runs it and uh he he, he started this cool thing it's called fan art fridays and he he's he, he graciously he and, and Ross it is Dylan Ross they, they put together this thing and every week it's a different character um and so this month um for Black History Month they're, they're doing a different character um you know different uh, uh black or African American character um and so I've been drawing um I got to draw Shard this month oh, cool. sister sure yeah and then yeah yeah and then Oya um who I I'm not that familiar with um I know she's one of the um generation hope characters but she was fun she has these like half ice half fire powers so i've never drawn her before i just i just finished i'll, I'll post it up later you'll, you'll, you'll probably see it later today um and it's really fun because it, it again it, it kind of forces me to draw characters that i haven't like i do i was drawing um the new x-men like like hellion i'd never drawn hellion before and um uh even like penance i, I hadn't drawn penance from generate um from generation x you know so it's really cool because it kind of forces you to to draw all these characters that 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 you may not you know think right. to draw or, or want to draw because they're not as you know you're not as familiar with right so yeah and there's like so many like it's such a great idea because oh. like, there's just endless, <laughs> endless yeah episodes. yeah we'll never run out of <laughs> run out, out of characters and uh you know and it's great because it gives me more content to put on right. my, my blog so yeah besides that yeah i'm, I'm basically tumblr Tumblr, Instagram, and I have a my, my portfolios online too. It's more of my my concept stuff, so okay. it's um it's on Blogspot. So Blogspot, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, no, right. I I need to up, I need to do like a Wix account or something. Like that. But, uh, 
it's uh, if you just Google Nelson Hernandez portfolio, you'll see my, my other stuff that isn't um, X-Men related. So you'll see some of my concept work and some of the stuff I've done for, for a couple of different companies and some other stuff, some other fun stuff in there, like, you know, traditional work. And um, I did a couple of comic book covers for my friends. Uh, he does these celebrity um, celebrity um, biography comics. Um, and I did a couple of comic uh, covers. I did a, um, I did one for Ian Sommerhalder. Um, uh, the guy from the Vampire Diaries, one okay. Carrie, one Carrie Underwood, and then I did one. It was a Miley Cyrus comic, and this was actually kind of one of my favorites because um, it was during that whole era where she was you know, kind of you know the whole uh, bangers era where she was uh, kind of bad girl. Right. So I did this this Nagel inspired um, image of her, and it came out. I think yeah, pretty good. You know, it's it's kind of a fun Nagel is always a, a fun one to kind of riff on because he has that quintessential like eighties look. Sure. You know, it's all like pastels, right. and, you know, the, the line work. So, so check it out, you know, if you have that yeah, chance, you know, for yeah, sure. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, that's awesome. Very cool. Thank you. Um, let's see. I guess you kind of answered the video game question already. Uh, had you ever played any of those old X-Men games? You know, I probably have, you know, like probably the early ones. Sure. Um, that, um, that one, uh, I just never, I've never really been able to get the hang of video games for some reason like i just they just don't there's been a few you know like early days like who didn't like playing like super mario right. 3 you know and i remember playing pitfall when i was a kid i loved that game you know atari right you know, yep pac-man miss pac you know if we go to the arcade i'll, I'll probably go you'll probably find me at that pac-man you know sure that's what i'm playing but you know what i do remember i, I was thinking about this um i remember back in the day there was a, a x-men game and this maybe this was the only one but i remember it was like i remember seeing the cabinet that's what they're called right the, the those big cabinet. Ca- yeah those big ones yeah right i remember it had um arthur adams artwork on it and it was like the it was oh man i need to look for this on the internet the artwork was amazing like it was arthur adams he had drawn them i think they were the jim lee era characters but it was like way it was like late 90s maybe or whatever but it was look look at i don't know if you're familiar with it but look it up it's some really cool how many players was added. it like an eight player one um god you know uh i feel i don't know no 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 worries <laughs> I mean... yeah I, I, I just looked i was just looking i was just looking at the pictures you know so um but then you play the game it's kind of like one of those comic books like the uh, the cover's awesome and then you look inside it's like oh eight bit you know whatever <laughs> <laughs> so so I didn't it didn't hold my attention, but no, I think I think it, it was probably a little bit more uh, snazzy than that. But I just I just never have been into video games. Like it just yeah. I, I played I played one game last year. It was a mobile game. It was amazing. It was beautiful. It's called um, Monument Valley. Okay. Uh, it's really cool. It's like a puzzle game. It's sort of like a MC Escher inspired um, puzzle game, and it's like this little journey of this. It's really both sweet and beautiful and kind of haunting. Um, and that the art attracted me to it, so and it was really fun. And I think that's the only game I've ever completed. You know, no worries. So, yeah. No worries. Uh, yeah, I I've played a handful of the X Men games. Um, uh-huh. And the one that you're describing, I kind of wonder if it's the one I'm thinking of. There was a there was a like Colossus, Wolverine, Nightcrawler, Cyclops. Yeah. Magneto, maybe we'll see. Maybe I know he was a villain in it, and the then, big bad. Yep, and then like Dazzler was in it, I think. Oh, cool! Yeah. A side scroll. What, what is the What is the best X Men game? Is it the X Men Capcom one? Is that what it was? I know. My personal favorite is 
It's either that the the cabinet one. I think the the one you're talking about is the one I'm talking about. Uh-huh. And then, and I don't know the title of it's got a title or not. I just remember playing it as a kid. I love that one. And then they came out with like one for the PlayStation. I think it was for Xbox too. Um, and it was uh, X uh, X Men Legacies. I loved that okay. game so okay. much. <laughs> like, and that was wow. just like a silly like. Is it just Button fighting? Mash. Like, are they f- fighting games? Is that what they are? Yeah, mostly. It was like you could, like, you'd unlock different X Men characters. So you could unlock oh, just nice. tons of them. And then you could build your team of like four. And then you'd basically, oh, it's cool. like a dungeon fight game where you button mash your way through the game. I don't know. Yeah. Now, were there any unusual characters that, that you're like, wow, that's strange that they put, yeah. you know, uh, who like, the black rook in there or something like who 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 are the unusual like unexpected characters the characters that surprised me for the the x-men legacy game was that was the character you start out with and they they had it uh as magma matt right okay yeah and right i heard about this yeah and she was what a a weird pick yeah it was so weird but and maybe it's just because she's was such a blank slate i I mean i have Mm -hmm. no idea why they chose her of all of the you know, novice, more novice mutants. Sure. But that's who they chose. And that's cool, though. Yeah. That's kind of cool. And then, you know, once you got far, far enough along in the game, you unlocked enough characters that you could not use her anymore. And it was, <laughs> that's usually what oh, I did. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's funny. Like, I had asked, like, you know, it seems like Magma has this big, like, kind of cult following. Like, there's all this fan art of her. And I asked someone, I was like, like, what is it with Magma? Like, people seem kind of obsessed with her. Like, why? Because I mean, I said, I was like, same thing. I was like, she doesn't really seem that prom. I love her because she was a new mutant, but right. she doesn't seem like that prom. And like, oh, because they told me about that. She was like, oh, she's the, the character you start out with in that game, I guess, Legacy. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's like, oh, okay, okay, I kind of get it. I see, like, people, you know, it's, it's sort of like, it's sort of that thing, like, that the first thing you're sort of introduced to is like what you, right, what you kind of is always your thing. And I was thinking about this, so like, it's kind of the same thing, like, I feel bad for all these like young teams because they always, and if you, you're going to introduce a new team, just be ready. They're going to be thrown to the wayside. Maybe one of them eventually will kind of rise to. Them. But like every, every one of these groups is someone's like intro to the young team. So like there are fans, I'm sure of generation hope. You know? Right. There are fans of the Bendis. Bendis introduced this. I love Bendis's characters. He had these, these six like new mutants and um they were fun it was gold it was, it was the one that introduced gold okay balls sure and, yeah um, yeah yeah but he had these other characters that are really interesting like um like eva bell the teleporter and then he had um this i love this one character he had um that um he could control machinery i forget what his name was but he i thought his his power was really cool you know it, he just had this thing where hijack his name was okay. hijack and um yeah he was really cool and then i think um luckily one of the characters i think he's actually morph um he he was sort of reintroduced in bendis and he's gone on to the new generation x okay. comics so he was in there so um so yeah and like i said like you know people love the new x there's this whole fleet of people that love the new x-men which i was out of the loop for that period so kind of the same thing like you see this all this fan art of this these so um every, so mine luckily was the new mutants you know what i mean but you know and thankfully you know, they've sort of had a, a resurgence in some ways, you know, like Cannonball and, and Sunspot and Avengers. And uh, Aliana obviously has sort of become, again, really popular, right. which is fantastic. 
And now we have this. Um, do you hear about this? There's this. Um, the War of Realms I've miniseries. I've seen it online. I haven't. I haven't read it up on any of it at all. So I don't really understand what's going on. I just know Danny features prominently yes. in it, which is exciting. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Your favorite, right? Yeah, I think she's honestly my favorite because she's what brought me into X Force when when they brought her back in for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was just like, okay. Dude, I love that. You know what? Because I sort of fell off too. I fell off. There there was a period where I fell off too, um, you know, after Claremont was gone. And I sort of just lost interest. And then I sort of came back. I I saw an issue of um, X Force at Safeway. And when they used to have comics. and I saw that I saw Danny on the cover, and I was like, "What?" Yep. I was like, "She's back," because you know she was sort of relegated to the um, Asgard. She was like injured, yeah. and then sort of written off. And then I love that. I love that they brought her back, and um, I picked it up, and and it was um, Tony Daniels' art. Um, who's you know he's he's gone on now. He's doing a lot of DC stuff, but he was doing this really energetic, right. like fun style, and yeah, same thing. So I think we both kind of. It's funny, both sort of came came at it. Are you like my long lost twin over here? You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's. I mean the '90s were such a. It was such a hard time to like. I feel like collect. It was like, in the era of like, the industry just kind of like f f you to the fans, like uh, you know, and yeah. speculation why, why, and stuff. Why, why, why do you say that? Well, like, oh, okay, right, with, right. I mean, it wasn't just the industry. The industry was taking advantage of speculators, and speculators were screwing. Right everything kind of up at that point and then the bubble burst finally and right you know and so like i sort of feel like they had to sort of reinvent themselves and actually create good content right and i think in the long run i think it's panned out and and like some of it too is like talent leaving for other pastures so like marvel just really took it in the the pants kind of (laughs) you know just from all different sides oh yeah you know they they um they had lost so much of their their talent right and uh and uh, but thankfully, you know, some really good stuff came out of there that is, is like I said, we kind of discover and, you know, it's, it's like I said, that that X-Force stuff was really fun. Right. You know, he had a, you know, and, and I love that, um, that that stuff. I really got into it with the MLF. It was sort of like Nicieza just really, um, really did a good job. You know, he really I really just I didn't you know, it was so different from Claremont. And I, I kind of like turned my nose to it because I was like, oh, it's not Claremont. Right. You know? and like, what is this? They, they would never act this way. But then, like, kind of rereading them, he's like, wait a minute. He actually gets these characters. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally so, agree with uh, that. Like, Nasesa is really good. I, I I enjoy Lobdell's writing as well. Yeah, um, same, same. Like, his stuff was – he did a really good job with the um, – obviously with Gen X. Yeah. And then um, his stuff on X-Men with Matarero is fantastic. Yeah. And and uh, his – obviously, the um, Age, of, Age of Apocalypse was great. And, uh, yeah, so – definitely uh was nice to to realize like hey wait a minute and and it's sort of the thing too where oh cool like i i i have to i track down all these issues and i get to read all these at once i don't have to right. wait wait monthly you know i could i could enjoy them you right know. i can just yeah i just burn right through them <laughs> no exactly. one's sitting yeah and not have to wait for the next issue yeah there's definitely pleasure in that <laughs> for sure for sure yeah um see where were we uh i guess kind of maybe what's your opinion of the cinematic universe um whether that's disney or fox or like any of that stuff burn it all down no i'm kidding uh you know um okay i'll 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 start this with this um so 
if it wasn't for X-Men, well, actually, if it wasn't for Blade, I'm going to say Blade, actually. If it wasn't for Blade and then X-Men, we wouldn't have what we have today, obviously. Right. Like, it was, you know, 1999, I think. It was, is it 1999? Uh, somewhere around there, 99 or 98, yeah. something like that, for sure. Yeah, first time we're seeing them on the screen. Love them. Part one and part two. Yep. Like X-Men one, X-Men two. Love them. Um, and also, like, I thought some of the casting was fantastic. Yep. You know, like, Bomka Jansen, obviously great. Professor X Magneto, yeah. oh, yeah. perfect casting. Man, the first time we were introduced to Hugh Jackman. Oh my God, now. I know, right? Yeah, I mean, God, man, we've been blessed. We're lucky we, you know, lived during the era that Hugh Jackman got to play, right. play Wolverine. And um, I'm happy, really happy for him. And he was great in Greatest Showman, too, by the way. Um, but, uh, but then, you know, like, you know, looking back, you know, there's stuff that, um, you know, um, you know, it has, it has some problems. But, you know, it was, it was a different time, you know. Uh, um, after that, you know, like X Men Three, I actually thought it was okay. There were parts of it like people hate that movie. Yeah, there are problems with it. Right. Like, there were some cool things too, like seeing angels' wings. You know, I always remember that scene right. where angels' wings emerge, and we we got to see. Um, didn't we see Kitty Pride for the first yep. time? Kitty like, Pride was in there for Kitty the first Pride. time. Yeah, and um, yeah, just a bunch of stuff. You know, like, but you know, obviously, um, you know, it wasn't perfect. Um, but now, like looking back since then, um. I've just sort of, I'm not a, the biggest fan, you know, it's basically the Magneto, Xavier, Mystique, and Wolverine story over and over again. Right. Um, and the continuity is, um, I'm going to just say, it's a mess. And you thought the comic books have a mess? Like, <laughs> right. like, the movies, Tanya. And you know what's funny? Because I think of X-Men, I don't find X-Men's continuity that confusing i mean it's it's i mean yeah there's time travel stuff and there are probably things that contradict but i've never had i never had a problem with it and i felt it was very like quote unquote linear in my opinion um so when the movie is like is like not following that it's really frustrating for me and um i was not a fan of days of future past i know a lot of people love this and I'm, i'm probably in the minority but i did not like the way that movie was was told um it just wasn't I, you know, I don't know. I, there's so many things. I just, I just didn't like it. Um, it just didn't feel like. I mean, I know it's its own thing, but they. I feel like they. It would be nice if they sort of tried to stay true. Right. At the very least, you know what? Look, okay. I'm just gonna kind of. What is it called? I'm gonna diverge. They could have introduced a character. She's a redhead, maybe glowing red eyes, and just call her Rachel. You don't even have to give her a last right. name. Just call her Rachel. We could figure it out. Yep. Oh, oh, is that Cyclops's red hair, red eyes? Could it be? Come on, give us some credit. Like, how the hell is Kitty Pride chrono skimming Logan's consciousness? No, no. <laughs> you know, what I mean? it just made me, it just stuff like that. I, just, I mean, that's a little thing, obviously, doesn't affect the whole movie, but I just didn't, I wasn't a fan. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really tired of Mystique being the. Right. I want her to be a villain for crying right. out loud. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it, and it is, it's just like, there's these characters we're going to tell their story and that's it. And like, it doesn't matter what happened in the comics. Wolverine's the center of every story. It's like, yeah. And I, I get it. I understand he sells and he puts people in the seats, but like, come on, <laughs> like, yeah. come on. It's serious. Yeah. So, I mean, the other X-Men are getting second, second short trip, right. you know, like, um, Give us some, give us some more storm. Right. Give us some more, you know, um, give us some Bishop. You promised us Bishop, right. you know, we didn't get Bishop. We got five minutes of Bishop maybe. And he didn't even say a word. Did no, he? I don't think so. And he looked so cool. Like he looked amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, 
super problematic. I, I, I actually, I can't remember the last one I saw. I think it was probably Days of Future Past. And then mm. Marvel was doing, DC was doing, or Disney was doing all their movies with the Avengers. Oh, yeah. And I've, I mean, like I've loved those. Like I've really enjoyed oh, them man. so much. And to have Sony beginning to play ball with Marvel and, and Fox was like, nope, we're not going to. We're going to do our own thing. We're going to keep pissing all over this franchise. <laughs> like I just started boycotting it. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I think I remember you reading you saying something about until like they, they get that straightened out. You're gonna, and you know, I guess I've been sort of boycotting them, but mainly because I just I don't well, like I mean, them, yeah, you know, it like, makes it super easy too. Yeah, it makes it, yeah, they make it really easy to, uh, you know, it's funny. Like, um, I say it to me, like, my people ask me, what's my favorite X Men movie? And honestly, it's Deadpool. Yeah, I've heard that. Deadpool a lot. One. I've heard that a lot. Yeah, that's my favorite. That's great. Like, Colossus, that's Colossus. I love the Negasonic. Teenage Warhead in that too, and it was just such a fun movie. Yeah, that's like, easy breezy. That's probably my brother's favorite as well. He because he's a big nice. Colossus fan, so like, oh yeah, now that yeah, to awesome. see Colossus. I, mean, I think the X Men movies they have so much potential, but they're just like they're just not living up no. to it, I guess, for whatever reasons. You know, maybe too many cooks in the kitchen. Or, yeah, or something. Well, there's like this fear. I, I think when they came out with the X Men, I think there was a fear to put people in have them be superhero, you know, like they're going to wear their superhero right. costume, you know, and, oh, that's true. you know, yeah. I remember that being a thing. And then Avengers came out and they're like, look, we did it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Nobody, right. everybody came and watched still, you know? Yeah, totally. You know, in fact, you know, I'm sort of, I sort of become, I'm sort of burned out on superhero movies. To be yeah. honest. Like, it's like, there's just so many, I mean, they're good. Like there are a lot of them are really good, but I'm just kind of like burned out. And, um, but that last Avengers movie, Infinity. Wow, man, that gave me a that gave me a recharge, man. Like that, that was amazing. That movie was fantastic. That Infinity. Yeah, I did it? see that, and I, I saw. I think what I'm I'm burned out of is the the origin stories. Origin story, yeah. like because totally. like I liked Black Panther, but it's like it was the same story that they've told. You know, it's just the same layout of all the others. It's just a different character with different places, and totally great like it was a beautiful yeah. movie like you know i just would really like it not to be that that the way it was constructed if it would have been constructed yeah. differently like i think what i'm yeah i mean it's sort of like it's 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 um captain america yeah. it's iron man it's you know it has those same things it's doctor strange and you know i, I actually like doctor strange a lot that, that was fun i enjoyed that movie um but yeah i was i think i was reading reaching that same kind of saturation yeah. point that you mentioned that i was just like you know, I, I, I don't need, I kind of, I mean, you, you do need the origin story, which is the thing, but I was just like, okay, I, I don't need to watch another one. Like, I'm like, I'm not, ex- this is sad, I'm not excited for Captain Marvel for that reason. It's like, right. I mean, I'm just, I'm just like, I just kind of want to jump into it. Like, right. so, so I'm excited for, for Endgame. You know, right. In, yeah. In, uh, Endgame. But, um, you know, I just, so it's kind of like just throw me into the action. I'll figure it out. Myself. Right. And like, that's the, and maybe that's part of being like being a comic book fan, you know, enough of the True. origin story already that you don't need it, but everybody else yeah. in the world does that doesn't read comics. So I don't know if that's part of it, but like, I think you could just say, okay, we're going to have Captain Marvel fighting, whatever. And you'll see that she'll just be dropped in the middle of it and we'll figure it out as we go. Oh. I think that would work. Cause that's, you know, it seems to work in comics. Maybe it wouldn't work on film. Maybe, maybe it doesn't work there, but it seems like it could. Yeah. So, and so as far as um, what I'd like them to do, 
I say hard reboot, you know, just, just reboot it. And, um, you know, go back to the beginning and like maybe make it and look i'm just now i'm talking about like giving you an origin story maybe not i don't know like i just i just i don't know I, we never got that that origin story of the right X-Men. so maybe maybe that's a plus you know for of the x-men movies that vanished because they, they sort of did that they just threw us in right yeah they just dropped the... us into the middle of it man maybe we should give them a little bit more credit then yeah i feel bad <laughs> i feel bad <laughs> well i mean like there is something to be said like i totally agree like blade x-men and then you have Spider-Man. If without that happening, there's no Avengers. There's no, you know, there's none of that. Like so, right. that makes that makes it possible for everything that we get after that. So, like that's probably why Disney bought Marvel. You know, it's because they saw there's potential. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and they, man, they really have done a great job. I, I would tend to agree because I just finished uh, that. Sean Howe book. Um, it's like the history of Marvel. Oh, you yeah. Know, behind yeah, the yeah, scenes yeah. stuff. And like it goes through like the comp- the sale. Like in once the 90s hits, it's a disaster. And it's like company after company that they're just trying to, you know, milk as much money out of it as they can. And it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. you know, anything mm-hmm. beyond that doesn't matter. And so that didn't help with this, you know, multi, many different like having four number one issues and multiple covers and variants and because they were just wanting to sell to the speculators. But I mean, you know, whereas I think Disney, they see a profit on the other end where it's like, you guys create this Mm. stuff. We'll, we'll put it in the big screen and make a shit ton of money there. (laughs) Yeah. Mid the long game too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. Well, it's Disney, you know, they've, uh, I guess they would they know what they're doing. What isn't broke? Not to say that they haven't had their missteps, right? Too, but you know they uh, they have a lot more um, weighing on them. I guess you know, right? Um, not 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 just a quick well, yeah, but some quick buck stuff. But you know they have the whole um, fr- like I don't know franchise or or long long longevity. Yeah, for sure, the longevity of their like product that they <laughs> yeah the brand yeah brand. There you go. That's that would be yeah. it. Cool for sure. Well. <clears throat> Obviously, <clears throat> sorry obviously art's important to you um you know how how important is art to the x-men and you know life in general would you say oh yeah thank thank you that's a that's a great great um question you know um thing about x-men i think um a lot of uh a lot of what is it it, it would have been known for sometimes you read this in interviews with with artists that are on the x-men it's like x-men always had like the a-list artists right, right? Like it was, it was um, always known for like, if you want, you, know, you read all these guys, like they always, guys and gals, like they're all like, you know, um, working on X-Men, you know, it was like the dream, like the, the pinnacle, like um, all these artists, you know, making it there. Um, so I think it's always been really important to the X-Men, um, thankfully, right. you know, and because, you know, obviously, you know, it serves for great, great content and also inspiration. But, um, and now I, one problem with X-Men these days is that, that um it's still you know obviously has some great talent but it's sort of become really like sort of splintered where i don't even know who's doing what book you know and so it's hard for me to like track follow certain artists or or come back because you know oh like you know oh so and so is drawing this issue and then you know mahmoud asrar is drawing this issue but i don't know who this other person is and it's that it's a such a different style and then oh and then so it's like for someone who 
who really like is attracted to the art it's sort of um kind of a, a bummer that we don't get those long runs anymore like the john ramita jr the um joe mad the um you know what i mean yeah. like the chris anka all these guys like so it's a little bit you know it's it's a kind of a, a bummer you know um so i i still think art is important to the accent i just i just look forward to to when when they can when they kind of get back to that back to its roots yeah i mm-hmm. i would tend to agree it's the house yeah it's the house that like john Byrne in claremont built right you know what i mean among among the other I mean, don't get me wrong cockroach right obviously there's well yeah there's but, tons know, of people but uh, yeah there's yeah. some definite like yeah no i mean that's i remember when the 90s hit and like claremont fell off the x-men and yeah. like it was like every different like it just felt like we were we were cycling artists every couple week you know every couple issues and writers you right. know were just in and out and like you know that's one of my big complaints is uh you know not having talent on books for a long time you know for long periods of time uh for some of the same things you're talking about like how do you like if you're following a a particular artist and you shift an artist off a book how like and the tone the tone changes yeah you know and same and if you're shifting a new writer like what if they don't get the characters (laughs) you know like that has definite impacts i think on my certainly my desire to follow a book but also like my willingness to come back to a book absolutely um you know um it's one you know think about like you you could be also uh you know how we got initially turned off by uh by sinkevich you know like you know and uh or brett blevins right? right but um you know we were imagine like someone the casual reader might might really like not like you know they'd like one issue and then another one so it's maybe it's the potential that they're less likely to continue if if it's not you know um to a certain certain appeal right. you know what i mean so um so yeah i mean yeah x-men you know i i uh i i like when they have good artists i do too <laughs> bottom bottom line you know and uh you know, I, love, I mean, like you, you asked also like art and in, in kind of in general, sure. like, you know, uh, I love, you know, art is every, everything, you know, I, I, I love, I love art, good design, good art everywhere. You know, I love going to museums. Um, I love the obviously concept arts. Uh, uh, also, like I, 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 I tend to judge a city that I go to, how much I like it by its museum sure. too. So, you know, like uh, I love Chicago. Oh, yeah. I, I love visiting. They have amazing that, that. I forget what it's called. The uh, that big museum. The art, the, oh, I feel the, bad. The art museum. Art, art Institute. Yeah, yeah. Art Institute. I think it's Art Institute of Chicago. Okay. Amazing. Wow, that's an amazing museum. Um, and then um, last year I went to. I was lucky enough to go to Spain, and um, I visited Madrid and Barcelona, mm-hmm. and I love them both. Um, Barcelona because of the church, the Sagrada Familia is amazing, but I kind of like Madrid more because I like their museums. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's kind of how. So they one has the the church, the other one has the uh, one has the architecture, one has the um, the museum. So, um, so yeah. So that's uh, that's sort of my uh, my take on stuff. Yeah, art, art. Thankfully, art, art everywhere. You know, I, I want I want to see good art. I want to be surrounded by great art, and it just serves as you know inspiration and makes me happy. Cool. Yeah. No, I think 
yeah I, I went to, i've only been in chicago once and i'm, and I'm like mm-hmm. only a couple hours away but uh i oh, went to the art institute and that's that's my first that was my first big museum like i've been to some small, oh, wow you know smaller art museums uh-huh. and i like it just floored me like it's unbelievable yeah. in that town like there's just so much in that town but like architecture wise you know museum oh, totally. wise it's just unbelievable yeah. so yeah i get that like your attraction to that yeah yeah is there any particular piece you remember that stood out to you at the museum that you're like whoa this is here um i <laughs> i really like um sorry to put no, you on the no, spot. I, yeah. i'm a big history nut and uh oh, nice. frederick remington's got a lot of work in that they have oh, his cool. i mean i love his the way he, he his art with you know in terms of like a, how he does d- did horses like just oh, right, just right, it's right. Oh. <laughs> so like i think i remember maybe seeing those too you know what sucks is like um when i went to the museum i think it was the last day that i was there and i kind of went in through the wrong side i went through the modern for oh, sure so so i could have spent the, the remaining of the day but i had a group of people with me and when i found like when i finally got to the part of the stuff that i really wanted to see like i only got to spend like an hour or two and there was more that I missed. So yeah, I mean, um, there's it's so massive. there's so much. Yeah, yeah, it's so much. Like like it's it's hard to to do it all. Yeah, and yeah, you almost need definitely need more than one day there. You know, you could have a day in each section almost. Totally, like, it's just yeah. so much. Yeah. And it, yeah, like I saw some. I think they had some Picassos that I was, um, yeah. I you know just I never I'd never seen a Picasso in person. So like that was just floored me oh yeah as well, yeah you know. that is isn't it isn't it cool like when you when you do see like for, you're always floored that you're seeing right. first and then it's, it's always like different size than you envision <laughs> right. like oh that's that's small or oh that's, that's huge, massive you know? i didn't think it'd be this big or yeah no like, kidding how you know yeah it's just stunning yeah to see like to see something you saw in like me a book you know just totally. shrunk down to fit and like or or in Ferris Bueller's right. Day Off, people pointed that out to me. You know, like that 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 that, that appears in there. So. That's all. Yeah, it does. I didn't even... Maybe I'll watch. Maybe I'll watch that later. That sounds like something fun to watch too. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's a good it's a good one. And yeah, like you said, the architecture. I took that um architecture river tour. Okay, that was fun. That was. It just kind of goes through the history of the of the architecture along the that river that runs yeah. through. Um, yeah, I think it's it's and it's cool. it's cool. It's like it's literally. The history of American architecture <laughs> on in that canal, right? right? You, know, like, you know, it's like you you see like the buildings, like they have a building from like the eighteen hundreds to like you see the stuff that kind of came out of like the the eighties, right. the forties, that the you know the Art Deco stuff, and then you go to that kind of you know postmodern eighties weird stuff, <laughs> and then you see like like the the advent of like sort of like green green architecture right. and it's really cool like it's I, I i and everyone should take that 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 tour if you're into that type of stuff but it's really it's really a, a great a great great tour and and they let you drink on the boat so. <laughs> there you go <laughs> <laughs> no that's fantastic i wouldn't even thought about that but yeah chicago's oh it's a lot yeah you were saying you like are, definitely recommend it it's fun it's like a good two hour to, to our tour um but bring a bring a baseball cab because um you're you're kind of exposed sure. like you're just in, in the sun so don't forget to to do that and um because uh or some right. block, some because you could get it, gets, it could get pretty sure. You know? No, that's awesome. <clears throat> well, kind of in uh, kind of in reference to to this topic, uh, 
So I know people are really pushing sciences right now. And I think that's, that's a good thing. I do. Um, but sometimes I feel like, like it's either, it's, it seems like sometimes people choose one or the other. Like really it's, it's almost like the two don't like overlap. So like people will be pushing like sciences and like being more scientific and like looking at things more scientifically and at the expense of like, you know, the art, art yeah, design. design or like just the artistic viewpoint of, of something, right. you know, I, I don't know if you've noticed that at all or have, I, I don't even know what, what I'm really asking here. Um, I just, <laughs> uh, it was a conversation I had with a friend. This is a while back now, but she had commented on this that like, you know, maybe even at the school level, like where art is, is something that's, that's sliding, <clears throat> that's less important, less and less important all the time. Oh. And science is more and more important and they're pushing that more. Um, do you, you know, what would the, be the balance, the ideal balance maybe that you would, you would strive for? Do you mean in, just in terms of, um, just design in general or maybe or, like just or... maybe design in general or or even and like the education like whether it's you know grade school middle school higher oh, levels gotcha. yeah well science is good it's definitely right. you know I, I, I definitely don't you know um, think think that's um but there's got to be maybe some way to integrate it um you know using maybe art to to explain science or um definitely you know using that artistic view to design you know um uh, which which you do see, um, you know, what's, what's really cool is like a lot of times, I, and I don't know if I'm, I'm actually answering this, your, your question, but, um, you know, it's, it's cool to see like, um, for example, I, I always like to walk by like the industrial design department because those artists, those amazing designers and artists are like, create, you know, designing, you know, um, machinery or, you know, uh, household items, you know, whatever, um, in, in ways that, you know, are, are all about like, you know, for example, the um, aerodynamics of something, but at the same time creating something really beautiful um, and sleek or whatever, or, you know, something ergonomic that, you know, is, um, you know, has great form, but serves a, a purpose. So um, uh, I don't know. Is, is that sort of yeah, answering? No, I think, so. I think so. Like, I don't, I don't even know that I necessarily had a fleshed out, but that, that like, I, I think what you're getting at is they can be blended and, yeah, and, and I think that's yeah, that works. I, I I don't know. Like I said, I don't know that I had a really solid question there. Just something that popped oh, yeah. in my head. So yeah, I got you. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, and that's why too, like uh, form, form and function, right? Right. Like form, form with function is is important, and uh, you know, and that's why, like, I think bringing it back to comics is like superhero con costumes that make sense sure. are fun. You know, you know, like maybe you could go a little bit too far. Right. Um, you know, but, um, you know, somebody just want to see someone in, you know, spandex running around, right. but other times you want to see them look like the ultimates, right. you know, like, but, um, so yeah, um, cool. As long, as long as they're, they're everywhere and together, I'm, I'm happy. Well, and like, in terms of like, I guess maybe <clears throat> in places might apply, but, and maybe not, I don't know. Uh, but like we're talking, if we're talking design and, uh, I work oh. in uh, a field with people with me uh, physical handicaps and, and mental disabilities. Oh, okay. And like, if we go out in the public, like stuff's accessible, but like 
in terms of accessible, like it's accessible and that there's like a curb cutout maybe, but that might be, you know, X number of feet from wherever you parked your vehicle. So then you got to go to the curb cutout and then you got to get to the door that's accessible that then leads to a ramp that's accessible. You know, it's not like, for me, I can just get right out of the car, walk up the curb, sure. walk in the Don't door. Yeah, it. it's just straight shot. Whereas, like, yes, it's designed to be accessible, but is it functional? How Or how does it function in reality, you know? Um, and maybe that's the me that's the art side of it that could be more more humanized and less less you know mathematical i guess i don't know <laughs> i like that yeah that's that's a good way to put it i mean uh you don't think about these things you know cuz when you don't have right. those mobility issues or whatever yeah that's that would be a a cool way to integrate the two sure know? for sure cool um yeah i guess the last question obviously um uh, we've talked a lot about artists uh, and I was just kind of curious what your thought would be uh, as far as in comics, like what do you think the right balance is for like the story being told, like how, you know, where, where does the influence lie? Is it art or is it the writer mm-hmm. and how should that balance play out? Oh yeah. Um, well, it's uh, definitely like something I think we always think about, right? Like I think as uh, fans, you know what's more important you know the writer but um obviously it's a co- collaborative process you know um and you got to have the story i mean story is above above board right it's like sure. the one above and beyond like the thing that that um that you know without, without a good solid story like what do you have you know some flimsy no matter how you know what is it polishing a car, right. you know? yeah. <laughs> um so yeah you have to have the story but um i think i think what I, I appreciate about comics is sort of like the, the, the collaborative, like sort of synthesis, like, and I think you'll get this from you. you I love reading like um, writers reactions to artists work. Like, like, Oh, I just got pages from so-and-so and like blown away. Blah, blah, blah. Because I think what can happen is, um, is it, it could inspire, like, you know, you, the writer has an idea right. and then the artist, you know, interprets it how they imagine it and bring it back and then it could re ignite something in the in the writer you know like maybe maybe and that i th- i think you had asked me about um you had mentioned um one of your questions about the uh, marvel yeah. style right yeah. which just uh, and how i lo- i like that idea because um it is it does seem more collaborative where like say you know chris Claremont had an idea and then without a script and then so and so paul smith brings it back and probably drew something that he hadn't anticipated and it could like sort of re-inspire you know um a different take or a different direction or a different line of dialogue um and i love that you know i think collaborate i love collaboration you know like because i think you read a lot about um you know sometimes the writer just has it everything written out and it almost seems like it doesn't really give much not as much room right for an artist to um to go beyond what's on written on the page, you know, like, which could be fine. Like maybe some people like to work that way, but um, I love the idea of like, like possibilities opening up with, you know what I mean? Like a, something unexpected by a word or, or a certain drawing that could work, kind of work both ways. Right. Because you know? um, then the best, sort of the best stuff, it kind of gives them more freedom, I guess, each on each side. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's it's definitely intrigued me because I just can't 
like when it works it works so well and then there's like i think like i don't know the the time that's sticking in my head right now is um i'd read about a, a moment where claremont like the burns claremont falling out and right right, right. the famous uh thing about the, the you're right yeah yep yep that's the, pulling the yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know and like yeah. the thing is like john Byrne might not have liked it but like it's definitely not something i was like boy these two really screwed the pooch on this one you know like right it it worked for me like it's not like i ever read that scene i was like notice that that rift the only reason that rift like the only reason i know it exists is because they vocalized it you know like it doesn't even necessarily show up in the page. I think it, maybe it can when there's a, maybe a larger rift, or maybe the 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 caliber of the talent isn't as polished, yeah. or something just isn't isn't syncing up. You could see like the artist may not have been as inspired by what you could tell. Like there's a maybe like a a drop off in like the like you know the, the excitement in the drawing. Right. Like maybe you could see that or. Or yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Like, if if it's not working, yeah, the then the work I suppose does suffer over time. Right. Yeah. Like, it may look a little bit less inspired than like what kind of drew you to the to the artist in the in the first place. So maybe in so. the end, it's it's better that like <laughs> John Burns ego is as large as it is that he you know he just said I'm done because yeah. I mean it does spare yeah, us yeah, the it spares everyone the the problems that would have developed probably over time for sure yeah yeah and we have all those we still have all those magical issues. right and to think that like there's like he's starting to have problems with claremont and vice versa in like one of the definitive stories Paris. Yeah. <laughs> like incredible man. that's unbelievable and they still put out if i didn't get did get didn't escalate escalate more than that because maybe wouldn't have gotten right like, Gondas, those amazing stories. What story was was it? Was the Dark Dark Phoenix Saga? So it's like just I think it's the issue just before uh, she sacrifices herself on the moon. Oh, because the X Men confront Jean as Dark Phoenix in in Central Park, and that's just because I just recently (laughs) perused Uh, that. Um, That's interesting. I know, like of all the stories to start, kind of fraying on the edges <laughs> like it's right. just like one of the time-honored marvel stories yeah can you imagine yeah. what if you quit halfway through yeah so that would have yeah i don't even know what they would have done then i don't know what that would have what that would have looked like <laughs> yeah maybe they had to they'd have to bring the cochran back early right or something. which would have been interesting as yeah well. it would be interesting to see cochran finish that out i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah i know well glad we got what we for did. sure you know john Byrne is unsurpassed as far as you know at the time you know he was yeah you know, he was the he was the definitive the definitive. name then, yeah exactly yeah cool um yeah do you we've kind of talked a little bit about writers uh do you have writers that you you look to or are you more more art-based Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, um, you know, well, there's definitely some, some favorites. I do de- definitely have favorites. Um, you know, you can't, you know, this is, you know, obviously going through the X-Men stuff, like Claremont was great. Um, Lobdell, like we mentioned. Peter David did yeah. great stuff with X-Factor. And I really grew to, to enjoy um, Nicieza. 
Um, uh, other other outside kind of aside there, you know, Alan Davis did a great job with Excalibur, sure. and um, you know, um, I really liked. Um, oh, you know who who came to mind was um, I forgot about this. Je- I don't know if you read this, but Jeff Loeb took over X Force for a while. Do you remember that? I vaguely he, remember he, it. He came on board right after um, Nicieza left. I don't know if Nicieza was fired or what, but and it was the issue where Cannonball graduates to the X Men. And so it kind of left oh. the team sort of like like James Proudstar and Siren and right. Danny Moonstar. I think she, maybe she came back later, but it was an uh, it was an interesting and I thought he, he did a really good good thing. Like he was great on X Force. He he was um he did a good job there. Um, Mark Miller or Millar, I don't know how you pronounce it, is, is doing great stuff. I like his stuff. It's almost like I'll try. I'll, I'll mo- most likely try a lot of his stuff. Mark Mark Millar. Right. Um, you know Warren Ellis. I really liked his Excalibur, no matter what he says. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Matt Fraction was always great too. You know, I like I like his work. Um, but I'm, I guess, you know, I'm more of a, I'm more of a, a artist guy, sure. I guess. But again, you know, if you read, I love hearing about great runs on comics. So if someone says, "Oh, you got to read blah blah blah," you know, so and so this writer, and then. You know, I get to enjoy it, you know, because, you know, a good story is a good, sto- a good story, you know, and I'd rather read, I'd rather read um, a great, I'd rather read a great story, you know, like, it's, it's fun, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's such a, a, a whole thing, you know, like, it's the, what is it, the, the whole, like, you know, some of its parts thing, you know, like, it's everything, right. you know, it's, and same thing, you can extend it to coloring and lettering right. and, you know, the whole, the whole nine yards, like, it's all, it's not just one or the other, you know, like, you know, I could I could read a book if I just wanted. Right, wanted exactly. To yeah, or yeah. No, I I totally agree. Like, if it's if it's yeah, if we don't like, I can't imagine New Mutants without uh, Orzechowski doing the lettering. Like, I don't right. know that anyone else can cram <laughs> because like, that? I don't know anybody else could cram those those words into those dialogue ba- okay. boxes. And to think that he's doing this pre-computer like this is hand lettering it's just unbelievable (laughs) no kidding it's so much there's so much uh stuff in there and you know he did like he did the whole time he claremont was doing that he did that plus the new mutants plus the annuals plus i he probably did the mini series like the wolverine one and the wolverine and kitty pride and alpha flight crossover and and you know all these things and like like Wow, I wonder if the guy has developed some kind of like carpal tunnel or right. something over, you know, hand lettering that stuff. I think he's still working too, because I, I think I've seen his name on a couple things where I mean, I'm sure by now he's using computers. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I don't think he would be, um, he doing that. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's incredible. Like, it is the whole package. And again, it's funny because I think like me, like you, like I would also look at the credits and I would when I would see something different. Like sometimes you just skim it, right? Um, but then I'd say, "Wait a minute, this looks weird." And so I go back. Oh yeah, sure enough, it's a different inker, or oh yeah, uh, Joe Rosin is doing the lettering, not, um, or, you know, right. or Zakowski, or you know, um, and you know that like you could tell, like you just get used to a certain look. And so the moment the lettering is just a little bit different, you say, "Oh yeah, that's that's not or Zakowski." Yeah, I think I might be butchering it. Yeah, me too. But yeah, it's like, but you could tell, you know, like it, when it's not him, and and also with inkers, you know, like which are very key right. as well. Like we didn't we mentioned those, but like you know, 
imagine John Romita Jr. without Dan Green or imagine like, you know, um, you know, who I, no one's coming, coming to mind at the, at the moment, like uh, Arthur Adams without, um, without uh, Terry Austin or, 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 um, or Jim Lee without Scott Williams. Right. You know what I mean, it's, it's totally, it's a totally different um, look and feel, you know, the John Byrne without Terry Austin. Right. I and mean, just, you know, it's, it's always a different look. And I, and I was, a, you could tell this, like, you know, if you, that's the nice thing about comics, like you're, it's an immersive experience and you're like, you have to pay attention. Right. You know what I mean, you have to, you have to look um so so yeah it's uh it's a it's a whole it's like again it's like the whole the whole package yeah. you know? no that's that's perfect i think yeah and i i the the inker that's the thing that like i didn't get <laughs> i didn't get it and what the yeah. inker did until i started doing the podcast and oh yeah cool, researched cool. mcleod's work on the early issues and his concern mm-hmm. with having an inker and then right seeing a couple different inkers and then having him do the inking duties and seeing how the yeah. art changes. It's just like, now I get it. It is. What was your favorite? Did you like him inking himself or did you like a particular? I, like, I liked him inking himself. I really okay. thought that his, like, I don't know if it's because he defined so many of the characters just through, you know, his, his sure. design or if it, yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly why. That's great. I I really appreciate that you appreciate Bob McCloud. Yeah, I love you know I love I mean? him. Like I think he's oh, it's, it's like he gets he gets sort of eclipsed, obviously, by Sinkevich, right. right? Because you know Sinkevich was like so revolutionary, but yeah, McCloud, like you know those he 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 created them. He 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 um he he birthed yeah. them. You know, and I remember when I got that first issue of new mutants like i i started at issue 15 but my brother um my brother was really nice to me as a kid sometimes when <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't beating me up you know he was uh he, he surprised me one i remember you know this is what my brother did like he not only did he give me all his action but he one time one time he came home from school and he said don't t- close your eyes i have something for you and he said, you ready? And like he turned, I turned around. And what he put in front of me was New Mutants number one and New Mutants special edition number one. Oh, nice. Like he, 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 he brought that home to me. <laughs> and I was like, my eyes probably popped out. It looked like they popped out of my head. But first of all, like I, I, I was, I, I didn't, it was hard to get back issues or more. Exp- I was only making like, I would save my lunch money. And I'd have like five dollars at the end of the week, and I'd go buy comics. And so, like back issues were a premium, right. right? So, I got that beautiful cover, that beautiful McLeod cover of the Newtons racing forward. I didn't even know what—that's what issue one looked right. like. Like I had—I'd seen—I'd seen the graphic novel, right. the Marvel graphic novel number four, and I—I I think I may have even had it, or maybe I didn't have it yet. But he bought me that, and then he gave me um, the Arthur Adams Newton Special Edition, and I mean. Wow, right. I mean, as a kid, wow, like I was, I think I was speechless. Like literally, like as a kid, as a kid, I was just like so wowed, and it was such a sweet gesture for my brother. And um, boy, game changers! Talk about game changers, right? That special. I know. I yeah, uh, yeah. It's that's awesome. That's such a great story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really really cool. But I remember, um, I think that first issue he had a different inker. I think it was Micah Stavich, yeah. possibly. Yep, there was. Yeah. yeah, there's one of those early issues that somebody else did it, and his and the interviews I've found that he's 
you know, he didn't like he it. didn't he just the the inkers they were going to give him were just not they weren't seasoned inkers so they're all new uh, they're trying to probably teach him how to draw uh the mar you know some sort of style that works for marvel at the time you know and sure. and he just did not like what they were putting out and so he just Aww. he was going to do his best to ink it and like i think the other it's problem a- that happened with mcleod is like the stories are they're they're decent but like this book doesn't have a direction yet. It doesn't have like, it's still finding its way. And so like, yeah, the stories aren't kind of trying different things. Right. And so like the stories aren't super memorable in the, like demon bear saw is. And so not only, you know, it's just like, it just gets forgotten. Which is sure. sad because the art is, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it, I, I respect him more than I probably would have, before I started the podcast, just oh yeah, I see. Yeah, I guess yeah. That's that's a bummer because I think the graphic novel starts off really strong. Yeah. You know? Um, but then it sort of I guess you're right. Sort of meanders and I mean, there's some ideas kind of starting to to percolate, but um, you know, like obviously he likes he loves Danny Moonstar, right. um, and then you know, but then like you know the Team America stuff is really kind of oh, out of yeah. sort of left field and and uh you know um i think yeah i mean then it gets really starts to pick up where when he introduces the hellions and all right. that um but yeah it's too bad and what, what makes what's sad is that um it's too bad that he left out of frustration right. rather than like okay i did my time you know I've, I've kind of done my run on the on the book it's it's sad because he did he did create them. right and um i met him actually i met him last year at oh, um man that's awesome at, um, yeah he was at charlotte i went to charlotte to the heroes Club. okay I, I, yeah it was great convention that's that one that one is about comic creators oh like, nice. you know I, I i stopped going to um trying to, or at least trying to go to um san diego comic-con or or even the ones we have around here because it's all like it's all like tv stuff and right. you know billions of people there this one was great like man that you could like stretch your legs you could talk to people just real quick, some some of the people hey, I met Chris Claremont. I met him before, but he was oh super God. sweet. Like I talked to him for a while. Chris Claremont, Rick Leonardi, Kevin Nolan. Um, there was another guy. Who who else was there? Um, Jay Lee, uh, uh, Bob McLeod, obviously. Um, I talked to um, you know, you are you familiar with what's his name? Um, he's doing um, he's doing some Batman stuff right now. He's an old. Oh, he's an amazing artist. Uh, shoot. Um, God, I can't. There's so so many so many amazing artists but i'm forgetting his name but yeah it's, it's a great convention it's like Hero i said Con, it, it, it feels like it's yeah okay it's, are you far from from north carolina oh yeah yeah we're <laughs> middle of nowhere over by oh, okay. chicago so all right yeah yeah but it's a great it's a really great convention but i hear c2e2 is is a great one too like um but that's i think more along the lines of like san diego comic-con right. like it's a big production but heroes con is great it's like it's 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 a great like like i said you could stretch your legs and you know you could talk to people like you know um you could you could talk to them and you know just spend rick leonardi is another artist that did some new a couple of new mutants issues that i i i, I dog-eared like i love <laughs> his when he was on the book yeah and i got to talk to him really nice and being a new mutants nerd you know an x-men nerd i was like bringing up stuff and and he, like you know it's kind of nice because you know um you know, I got to talk to him about, about stuff. And I actually, I got my first commission from him. Oh, that's amazing. First commission from an artist. 
I sh- yeah, I'll share it with you. I'll show you. It's um, I had him show me uh, draw me magic, you know. So he um he did a a commission of magic for me. It's beautiful. It's it's beautiful. And I had him draw her in the the current costume that well at the time right you know, the, that, the one that she had with the bend yeah yeah the, the you know what I'm talking about the, one the, the red one with the, the red like top and that one. Oh no no! It's actually the um the one from the Bendis era where she was. Oh, the um, black don't one. Like the look. Yeah, 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 the black one with the big sword. So it's cool to see him draw that version. You know. Okay. I mean? And it's it's fun. Are you are you a Leonardi fan? Do you like Leonardo? Um, I don't know. I don't. I'm. I don't know. Kinda. Kinda. I I I have a feeling my opinion's gonna change on some of the artists once you start. Yeah, yeah. Once you start reading, when I re reading it and yeah, yeah, kind of trying to pick at it more. Um, sure, cool, cool. Yeah, he's fun. I think he's he has a fun style. Um, you know, really, again, like really solid drawing and very expressive. You know, I think I like the way he does these two issues. Um, well, there it's a ways before you get right. there, but he does the two issues where where they go to the um the hellfire club party you remember yes. that issue where the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. get dressed up and it's, it's a great issue like, see i, I remember that, that story so, so well and like i'm excited to go back and like really dig into the art nice. because i don't i don't know like for some like i remember the issue well, you kind of have to right like you, right. Sort of have, you have to really dive in again and uh and yeah cool yeah those are there's so many good moments man like i i just wish i you know I just wish so much. For... I want them to be glory. I want the glory days. I know I so do too. Work. I was really excited when they relaunched it. Um, with Wells was oh, on yeah. it, like mm-hmm. it was such a. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh my gosh, this is just like it used to be. <laughs> yeah, and then they did that thing where they got rid of like half the team, yep. and it's like, what, what, why you bring Blink and X Men and yeah Jesse Bedlam, I think, or whatever. I don't know who they brought in, but it was like, wait a minute, you're getting rid of. Like yeah, you get rid of all the all the characters. Like how, you're doing it again. You're yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. You know? Did you ever read that? There's another. There's a mini series from the late nineties. Oh, I believe. Uh, Truth or Dare. Yeah. Have you read? I that? have. I have it. I have not read it. Oh, you're in for a treat when you get to when you read that. Cool. That's you know what? Oh, I, I envy you because you get to read it fresh. But when you finally it's going to be a few years i'm sure by now um you know because of all the stuff that that comes in between but that's a great that's a great fun little like like reunion blast from the past story it's they did a really nice job on that that series it's like it's sort of um like bittersweet it's a bittersweet story you know interesting because i i'd heard some critiques that were not favorable and that's kind of why i haven't pushed myself to read it yeah so to have Maybe some bad taste. Well, to have another <laughs> New Mutants fan telling me that this is good and it's worth a read is that that's oh, that makes me awesome. excited to read it. Because I, I mean, the yeah, people cool. I heard it from, like maybe critics and like people who don't read New Mutants. So that yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. maybe it's like yeah, um, but you know, I better reread it and like just to make sure that. It, I remember at the time, I really I really enjoyed it. You know? Well, I mean. It was at the time, like what it came out in the nineties, right or two thousands. Mm-hmm. So like Ileana had been gone for ever. I mean, some yeah. of those characters hadn't been in a mainstream book in probably years at that point either. Exactly. So I think at the time, like probably Wolfsbane and Cannonball were the only ones because both of them were one was running around in X Factor and the other one was 
had just graduated to the X-Men. Right. Um, but yeah, it, I remember, I re- remember really liking, really liking that story. Um, and at the time it was like, Oh, it was like nostalgia, you know? And at the same time it was like, it felt like the writer, I believe his name was Ben Rob, um, Ben Rob. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I had read some other stuff by him and I wasn't super impressed by it, but I felt like, Whoa, he knows, he knows these characters. Like he, he, he knows who they are. There's, there's a couple of fun little I even remember certain dot lines of dialogue. I won't spoil anything, but <laughs> I was like, wow, you know, that's a really fun way to write that character's voice. You know what I mean? And um, one more thing is, and I don't know if you read the New Mutants Dead Souls miniseries from last year. I have year. not. I have not. Ooh, wow. That's a good one, too. Man, that was fun. I love that series. And it, it kind of ends, it ends really weird. It's like a cliffhanger ending, but sorry for the spoiler. James Explores the New Mutants is, as always, recorded in Iowa City, Iowa, and is produced by myself using the Anchor app. New episodes are published every Wednesday and can be found wherever podcasts are available. You can reach the podcast on Twitter at Explore New Mutant via email at ExploreTheNewMutants at gmail.com. Visual companions to the episodes are available on Facebook and Instagram by searching James Explores the New Mutants. You can also reach the podcast via the Anchor Messenger service. It allows you, the listener, to record about minute-long segments, uh, questions, comments that are then sent directly to me. I can then place them directly in the episode and play them through the podcast. It's a wonderful way for you, the listeners, to become involved. So I highly encourage it. Uh, Until next week, like This time, I really promise we will conclude the Legion saga. Please stay tuned and keep reading those comics. Thanks.